Right. Are those beams faux? Ah. Uh, or are these those original to the house? I don't. I don't know, and I don't. They don't look structural. Yeah. They look too close to be structural. It's pretty. Pretty. It depends on what. Uh, depends on what's up there. Depends on what kind of flooring they're using. Yeah, I mean, if they're using <laughs> lead flooring, then those, those beams are those right are on obs- point. Those are obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're. Recording a podcast in my new studio apartment. New digs. Before we end up moving up to our soon-to-be-completed soon to be. studio. <laughs> yeah. And soon to be. It's. It's not that it's that much work. No, it's you just, just have to bring the laptop like I haven't up there. Done <laughs> yeah, we just have to actually take the shit that we're going to record on up to the the room right. and put it in there. Maybe move a table in there. Oh, that's... I don't know, I mean, today... That might be too much. Today we got everything sitting on top of my cooler. Yeah. And that seems to be doing a real splendid job. Good thing I don't need a beer. (laughs) Touché. Touché. It's nice, though, Josh. You got the hardwood floors. Yep, I got hardwood floors. Those are really going to pull the puss. Yeah, (laughs) and my Christmas tree lights up almost a third of the way up. Yeah, you think you got a bulb out? Pretty sure. Uh, I traced it up to That's as far as... usually what's wrong. Right? And so I traced it up to as far as it, like the last bulb that was on, and I went one more down, and I was like, oh, this one's probably out. And uh, to explain to you how well I know elect- like electrical shit, I was like, I bet if I just pull the bulb out, the power will go through the next one, everything will work fine. <laughs> so I tried to pull the whole bulb out, yeah. But I ended up just ripping the actual wire, like, the colored part off. Uh-oh. And the wiring in the inside, like, the filaments out. Oh. As opposed to having ripped, like, taken out the whole bulb assembly. <laughs> so, something tells me I'm just going to need uh, a new Costco three-foot Christmas tree. Because the lights are built into it? Yeah, they're wrapped around it and then, like, tied onto it. I could buy new lights, but what the... <laughs> <laughs> nope. What's the point of that? Then everybody's gonna go, why? How come you're not just using those lights that aren't? Yeah. Well, you got two <laughs> sets of lights on that thing, Josh. <laughs> shut up is why. <laughs> shut, shut up. I don't know what happened. It happened. The the light went out over the off season. Right. Tends I, to happen. Right. Yeah. And and in in the Christmas tree's defense, I did not. Uh, I think. Quote unquote properly store it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's... You know, I mean, and I understand it's not, like, a the, the most well-made thing in the world, but I didn't take exceptional care of it either. I kind of just... I think it got knocked over a bunch of times by the cats and then mm-hmm. just shoved in a corner. You know, they say that uh, you can tell... every You can tell everything you need to know about a man by the condition of his Christmas tree. Well, and that tells you everything you right, need to know, dude. I gotta dude. say right now... <laughs> Right I now, I think you're just shoving your life into a corner. <laughs> sounds about right, too. That's why I moved into a studio. I was like, I want to move somewhere where all my shit's just in one spot, and then I don't really got to worry don't, about I don't, it. I don't need to check and see if it's still there, like right. the next room, because I can just see it. I could, yeah. I don't want to know. I don't ever have to think to myself, "Hey, do I still have that thing?" 
Because I can just see yeah. all the shit I it's have. It's actually, I think it's going to reduce a lot of stress in your life. I really do, too, man. Be like, where's my pipe? Oh, there's my <laughs> there's pipe. my pipe. Six <laughs> feet away. Six. Right where I left it. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked to not have a roommate. Um, no, nothing against roommates, but you got to have good roommates. Right. And and I, uh, I probably could have had a better relationship with my previous roommate. If there had been more communication. Right. Like, if I had bothered to communicate the issues I was having. But... But, yeah. I didn't. And it worked out really well. Like, (laughs) in the sense that she just started, like, staying at her boyfriend's house a lot and not being home. Yeah. So I essentially was just living in a big apartment on my own (laughs) for, like, pretty cheap. (laughs) But, like, she'd come over once or twice a week and make, like, 75 dishes, but only do, like, 10 dishes. Hmm. Right. So there'd be a lot of dishes left over, which, because she made too much food and didn't eat it or dispose of it properly or store it properly, I would end up having some of it. (laughs) And in her mind, she's going, well, he ate some of the things, so (laughs) I cook, he cleans, that's just how things work. And I'm like... Silently going insane. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I yeah, fine. I will, I will clean up after. But like, when you are cooking, maybe like take the things when you're done using them and rinse them off, or you know, give but me the head start. It goes a long way, actually. It really goes so long. And uh, Wolfgang Puck, he washes the dish when it's hot. Ooh, does he? Yeah. Well, that's Before smart. Before he eats the meal. That's really smart. That yeah. gives your food a little time to rest, mm-hmm. and uh, then you won't burn Let the, the flavors, Mary. Right, won't burn the top of your goddamn mouth <laughs> or your tongue. Nothing worse than burning your tongue, like, yeah, especially on the first bite. Right, you burn your tongue on the first bite, and then you're like, "Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. The rest of this bowl of soup is garbage water, and it just tastes like hot." Yeah, it used to be a common occurrence for me to. On major holidays, I would burn my mouth before the meal, and it was, it was a real bummer. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because I could only taste the things that had, like, a ton, probably too much flavor. Yeah, the things that were really salty. <laughs> You're just like, Bleh! And then, yeah. A week and a half of dry mouth. Oh, God. I've been gotten to really bloat up from salt. Like, it really makes me retain water now. It's weird. It's real weird. Like, uh, I had a little moment of weakness last week for the whole week, basically. Yeah. I was going through some personal shit and uh, decided that the best way to end pretty much every night would be to stop at the Conoco that's open 24 hours and buy a bag of potato chips (laughs) or tortilla chips one time and, ooh, and another time a bag of sun chips. Ooh. Yeah. Those are healthy, though. They are. Multigrain. Those Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips, those Deep are good for you. multigrain. <laughs> yeah, that's good for you. <laughs> but I could feel it, dude. I mean, like, it wasn't that I was, like, getting, like, so much fatter. I was just, like, bloated. Yeah. And, like, by the end of the, by the, you know, by midday of the next day, I'd be back, like, to my normal shape and size. Yeah. But I was just, like... Yeah, why do I have dry mouth in the morning? (laughs) And also, how come I'm three inches wider? I'm just retaining water. I've always thought, well, not always, but the last few years I realized how ridiculous it was that it is that 
like Christmas, right. which is basically the end of the eating season. Sure. Is when people give you clothing as gifts. Yeah. Oh my God. And you're, right. And you're expected to try it on. You're like, don't worry, I've like been it. gorging myself for the last two months, but I'm going to try on this dress shirt you bought me. This thing, and hopefully the buttons will hold so that I can put it back in my closet until right. March. Until March, when I can wear it. <laughs> yeah, right? That's totally a good, that's a really good observation. Have you ever thought about, but, ma- about making observations professionally? <laughs> I have, but I'm not that good at it. I mean... Oh. One every six months. Okay. That's not going to pay the bills, Josh. No, I suppose that's really not. That's not doing that. Um, now, here's the real question. The real question, mm-hmm. though, is... Mm-hmm. How are you excited? Slash, what's going on next Thursday? By next Thursday, you mean... This coming Thursday. This Thursday. I mean, the next day that is Thursday. <laughs> the next... The next th- no, we're not that skipping That is next one. Thursday. We're not skipping one, right? I don't think so. Okay. No, you're going straight through. Yeah. It's this next Thursday. This Thursday. This coming Thursday. This Thursday. And by this Thursday, we mean the 3rd of December. Yeah. The next day that's the 3rd of December. Yeah, the next Thursday. <laughs> not the Thursday after the next Thursday. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, really no, just really just blew that. I'm excited about... Telling jokes at the casino. I'm really excited the for Impulse that. The Impulse Lounge. Yeah, they had, a, what, 150 people last time? Uh, yeah, they, it was sold out. It was a packed house when I was... Yeah, which is pretty freaking cool yeah. for their first show. And it's sweet, because, like, uh, you know, like, living here, you don't really think so much about adding out to the casino to stay there for the weekend. Right. But there's people that do that all the time. Oh, yeah. The best part is I went with uh, our buddy... Mm-hmm. Case and he, right? We rode the bus, right? And the the best part about that is that the timing of riding the bus to the show is pretty much perfect, right? I've been telling people about this. I told all my friends last night about it. Yeah. You get on a, get on the bus at seven around seven twenty downtown. You're out at the casino by a quarter to eight. The show starts at eight, so you got time to find your seat, get a drink, and maybe two. If you can do it quick. I had time for two. And then you watch the show, and the last bus leaves to go back downtown at 10.20. So you can even stay for an extra drink at, you know, afterwards. On the tail end of it. Or hit a machine or a table on the way out, you know? Do some penny slots for ten minutes, and I get the bus. Because you're not going to wait in this cold. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Now, is that the... what, What line number is that? Do you know? Do you remember what bus number that is? Oh, I don't. Okay, because here's my real question: I is it does up. it leave from downtown? And like, I mean, they all do, but is it the one that goes on Riverside, like right the fuck by my house? I believe so. Because if that's really yeah. what's going on, dude. Because it goes through Browns Edition and then uh, onto the Sunset. Did it go through Pacific, or did it come on Riverside? It came on Riverside, I think. Oh God! If it comes on Riverside, yeah. Now that I live on Riverside, but we can't tell you where. <laughs> But it is on Riverside. So do you know what? Just go down and knock on every door on Riverside. Yeah. And keep doing it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, what I mean is don't go back to the same place twice if you already know I don't live there. Right. But keep some kind of... Unless there's, like, babes or good food. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, clearly you're going to have to play that part by ear. <laughs> but in terms of follow locating me... Yeah. Oh, yeah, follow your heart. If there's babes or you, food... You realize that you've got... You're going to get people arrested with this... What are you talking idea. about? I'm not... I'm just saying knock on the door. I'm not saying barge in. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, accost people. I'm just saying, like, be like... Go, go under the guise that you are collecting food cans, cans of food for something. I like food cans. <laughs> do you have any food cans? Excuse me, do you have any food cans? Not that we don't want the food in it. No, 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 no. We have a lot of food at home. We just tin, need cans. That tin is worth some dough. <laughs> <laughs> that tin's worth the big bucks. I learned from a guy who does <clears throat> copper recycling. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I, I found you? out that if you are, like, if you're a legitimate... Some people do it as a job, like they're contractors. Right. And you go you go turn in your copper, cash it in. Okay. They pay you only in two dollar bills. Get the hell out of town. Yeah. That's what he said. What? <laughs> he said he has to go cash in his copper, he gets two dollar bills from them, and then he has to go to the bank and get it into whatever denominations. Well, why, why has he got to I change it into denominations? <laughs> That's legal tender for all debts, public and private. <laughs> They're still printing yeah. $2 bills. I think. They were they were currently printing them in the 2000s or later. And I know this because Dismore's IGA in Pullman, Washington is apparently like... It's the dumping site. It, yeah, it's like where all $2 bills in eastern <laughs> Washington start. They just all originate all there, there and they spread <laughs> outwards. And I love it when people find one and they've never seen one before and they think it's like some kind of like... <gasps> Dude. Well, that's kind of what it's... It's it's a toonie. It's cash in general. It's a toonie. <laughs> all it is is a fucking it's toonie. A, it's a paper a toonie. Goddamn toonie. Have you never been to Canada? <laughs> It's a toonie. You got the loony and you got the toonie. You know they were gonna call it a doubloony. Were they really? When they first, yeah. That would be double loony. Oh, that <laughs> is smart. That, that's a very Canadian. Is that a is that a thing. real thing? Or uh, is that a I joke? don't know. My friends, one of my good friends in high school, was Canadian, and that's what they told me. Because I would. Honestly, I just want to start calling them that now. <laughs> like, I'm not in Canada all the time. Right. But, like, when I am, it'd be fun to say doubloonie. Yeah. You think they'd but get it? <laughs> yeah. I mean... If it's not a real thing, then it is a real joke, like, that's in, widespread. In Canada? Yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah. Pretty lame joke, Canada, but what are you going to do? <laughs> I guess. I guess it'll pass. Now, Man, I'm having a hell of a time finding this... Route, finding the bus route. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. I was just about to make fun of you. About I wouldn't worry about it. We're, don't worry about it. Wearing my tuck. <laughs> Got my tuck. Going out in my boat. Yeah. Going out in the boat. It's weird how us in Spokane, you're close enough to uh, Canada that you get a, just enough Canadian accent to sound mm-hmm. like you're from Minnesota. Yeah, or if actually, if you travel around around the country, people think you're Canadian. Oh, do I get they? that a lot, yeah. Really? Because we're just so relaxed. Even when I moved in high school from here to 
to the west side. People thought I was Canadian, and they thought that partly because of my the inflection. Yeah, you like do have a talk. you do have a very distinct speech pattern. <laughs> partly because of that, and then also because the first friend I made was also new, and he was from Canada, and they just thought we were both Canadians. Thought you were two Canucks in a ruck. <laughs> yeah. Or a muck. Or a, a rook. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't, uh. But yeah, December 3rd, just take the bus out there, have a good time, come laugh at me. And so those are, that's every first Thursday. Yeah. That's really the key. Yeah. I mean, the key... Is that it's not just this one no, first Thursday. Yeah, and it wasn't the one before it. It mm-hmm. will be three in a row at a minimum. And I only know that because I'm on the one in January yeah. on the 7th, which is a whole week after New Year's. Yeah, so people like, got time to rest up. You got plenty of time. Don't try to pull this bullshit you're not drinking during January horse crap. Or the... Oh, I spent too much money during the holidays. I can't afford the $10 ticket. Right. You could buy the ticket now, probably. Yeah. Or directly after. Or I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll be selling them all (laughs) December. So if you're really. I mean, if you want to buy someone a great gift, Mm -hmm. this is a great holiday gift idea. Give someone a gift gift basket. The ticket to the show. Bus pass. Oh, that's a really smart three four hour bus pass. Yeah, yeah. Buy it. I'm sure there's got to be a way to get like a card that just has six dollars on it or something. Well, yeah, I think they give you. You can rack up rides on. Like I know you can get just a transfer, but I think the show's a little longer than the transfer window. Right. No, you can buy like a pat. Like right, and you can just load it up. Yeah. That'd be a great holiday gift idea, guys. <laughs> is uh, you buy them a bus pass mm-hmm. with two rides on it per person. And, and you tell them, uh, don't use this to go to the grocery store. No, this is just for this. This. <laughs> this is for going out in January when you've already spent all your money. And you know what? I take that back. If you want to come out and be sober at a comedy show, you do that. Yeah. You freaking do that. Guarantee you're going to enjoy it more with a couple drinks. I I would say that, and I'm going to enjoy it with some drinks. (laughs) So if you're there sober, that makes one of us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. I performed recently for... Mm -hmm. It was probably 90% sober. You were 90% sober? No, the the, the crowd was. Where was that? That was at the Croc Center there in Coeur d'Alene. Oh, how did that go? It was good. Yeah. Uh, so you were there the for the Son of Brad here's, CD release right, party. Here's the thing. Tell me the thing. You know how this goes. Where like at a comedy show or any kind of show, the MC you know the comes out right, and they have to get the crowd to like to know that it's okay to cheer right and laugh. I didn't have to do that. I just walked out and said, "Hey, how you doing?" And and people were like, instantly stoked. Wow, so. that really redlined the... <laughs> looking at the levels, I shouldn't have screamed that loud. It wasn't even that loud. I know, I was just like right by the microphone. <laughs> uh, okay, so you came out, everybody was like, yeah, was Hey, great. we're here to party, bro. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's better than the alternative. That's for gosh darn sure. Yeah. Nothing worse than when you really got to squeeze it out of them. Right. And, and not that I'm a comedy guru... Or some dude who knows even that much about comedy. But to my, for my taste, 
Nothing worse than having to squeeze it out of them, but nothing even even worse than that. Mm-hmm. Even worse than that is when the performer on stage starts to get like indignant towards the audience because they're not responding. Right. Where you're like, okay, dude, you were up there for five minutes so far, and you can clearly see that no one is having fun. Yeah. You're not having fun. They're not <laughs> having fun. So, Something it, there's so no spark. At, what point, at what point in the decision-making process do you go, well... You know what would if, make this better? If I accost them for not having fun. <laughs> yeah. If I start flipping them some you know serious shit. Them, you know what's going to make them... You know what? Everybody has fun when they're getting lectured. <laughs> Especially about why they don't find don't me like. personally funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let me tell you guys one thing real quick about why I'm funny personally. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's just like, I, you know, you can acknowledge that no one's having fun, and that those will generally be your chuckles. The mood, yeah. Right. Everyone's like, yeah, we're not having fun. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> but then you get back to the task at hand. Right. Which is talking about the curvature of your wiener. Yeah. Or whatever the joke is. It's just really... It's, I, I always find it fun to when you're like making up a hypothetical joke. To me, they're all dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Every joke starts as a dick joke. Yeah, all hypothetical like in that way. Like, and then you go through the development when process. You're in this, oh, I just... No, I mean like when you're telling a story about telling jokes or like explaining a situation with the crowd. Yeah. Whenever I'm like, so no, when you go into your dick joke... <laughs> It's like that's a, all jokes and hypothetical situations to me yeah. are dick jokes. Yeah, because I think I have, I have like a dick joke. Honestly, right. like I have one, and it's like you know about how like uh, when chicks get fatter, generally their boobs get a little bigger. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't work for dudes. It's not to, yeah. Like, because if you know, I'm pretty fat right now, and that would mean my dick would be like a baby's forearm. <laughs> right. And and I'm sure, you know, maybe this is a shitty thing to say, but, like, Will Gilman's dick would, like, drag on the ground. <laughs> it would just be the biggest dick. It'd be He would be a pogo. He'd be a tripod. He would have the hugest yeah. wiener. Because... Uh, He's the biggest yeah. dude in our scene, and, I, you, know, I, you know, I'm probably second nowadays. <laughs> the logic behind that, if that were the case... Right? Is that your dick... <laughs> Is that somehow your penis is load bearing, right? And then, and then if you're bigger, if you're a bigger person, your penis needs to be bigger to like bear some type of. Well, right, the weight on your pelvis, it's got to deal with all that pelvic. Or it's a yeah. counterweight, so you don't like right. fall backwards. <laughs> Where it's like you know he's a big dude, so he's got a lot of blood already. Yeah. So he can support this much right. more massive wiener. So there's a lot of pressure being pushed. So it's just been you know stretched. Oh man, <laughs> that reminds me of a weird gif I saw on Reddit of a dude that had like the his super huge wiener, like a, a, a size like you would never estimate. Right. But the bulk of it was like weird super thick foreskin like way past the tip of his dick like it grew out like an extra foot or something Jeez. or like eight inches it was like, he had like a 13 or 14 inch dick. like crazy like a yeah. huge but it was basically like he had like a five inch real dick and then somehow his mm-hmm. foreskin had grown like into a huge lumpy mass 
extending off of the front of it. This it can't, probably it can't be easy to keep clean. No, and I'm you know really sorry about this part of the podcast. In yeah. retrospect, I right. did not intend for us to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> that is just not. Yeah, it's even hard to move on in conversation. After yeah, there's really not a lot to that. talk about <laughs> after that. So let's talk about the whiskey. It's Jim Beam again, because, well... Because fuck it. I think that's what we started with. Yeah. So I, it is listed... It feels kind of fitting, you know. Right, and it's listed as, like, a, a, a regular of ours. Yeah. It's a, it's a go-to. We were talking about... I drank some Jim Beam last night, and I called it like fuck I had a good word for it and now I can't remember it but it's like it's oh it's like my daily drinker yeah like it's a staple yeah it's it's the well at the bars that I like to go to it's also uh, for those of you that don't know about asking shitty bars for well bourbon as opposed for well whiskey right generally when you have an incompetent bartender who doesn't know any better and you go hey do you have a well bourbon (laughs) <laughs> they'll just grab the cheapest bourbon which you know at most right. places in Jim Beam right and so you're like they're like oh well it's the cheapest one so it's gotta be the well <laughs> so some you know depending on the shittiness of the bar you can scam up with it mm-hmm. uh, but it's like I think it's like the minimum for a self-respecting like you're going to the store you're buying a bottle of bourbon yeah you know what I mean like there's an argument to be made for There's a for couple Evan of Williams. price points below it. Right. So you feel a little better about yourself that you're able to afford it. Afford it, but it's not a splurge. No, right, exactly. It's not a maker's yeah. mark. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like, a bullet. It's like the... I'm trying to think of a cut of steak. You know I mean? Or maybe the, it's like it's the, the pork chop. It's the flank steak. It's the pork chop. Oh, okay. Of the... Yeah, it's not a steak. Of whiskey. It's not a steak. <laughs> right. Okay, it's not, but... It's tasty. But... And cheap. <laughs> so really, it's like the thin-cut pork chop of whiskey. You know what I'm talking about? Like, not like the big half or three-quarter inch ones. Right. But like the thin dudes that are like a quarter inch or thinner. <laughs> that like, you buy four of them in a pack for five bucks yeah, at the and butcher. And, and, and you're going to eat at least two in a sitting. Because... Right. Exactly. But you only paid five bucks. So you're paying two fifty yeah. a meal for protein. Yeah. And what I would do with those is, uh, well, when I was a fatter man, and probably I'll do it occasionally here and there. Roll them. Stuff it. No, that yeah. sounds good, too. No, I'd like to pound them, yeah. flatten them out, and then just like real simple breaded pork chop sandwich oh, yeah. on a bun. I use fucking tartar and... Fine chop iceberg lettuce, dude. Or like mayo and pickles would be the equivalent, you know. Right. What I mean? But just like a super simple, uh, I guess, what is that, a schnitzel? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a schnitzel sandwich, dude. Right. And apparently, like in the Midwest, like the pork chop sandwich is a, is a way bigger thing than it is here. Oh, I'm sure. It's, it's like kind of actually a big thing. Yeah. Do you know, uh, there's a dude in town who got me going into that who goes by the name Tug. Tug. Yeah, I think Tug Warwick. Oh. He's a cook around town. He did, he's dabbled in comedy a little bit. I may have met Tug. Yeah, bigger dude, kind of like blonde, slightly reddish hair, uh, beard. Yeah. 
real I, real jovial, real life of the party. You know, yeah. very very comicy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like very he he, he mm-hmm. makes a natural fit as a comic. Right. Uh, but yeah, we both worked at the two seven up on the South Hill, yeah, okay. and we had a like a, some marinated Jamaican pork chop sandwich yeah. that was like. Uh, Either it was on the menu at that exact moment, or it was the weekly special. But that meant we had a ton of pork chops hanging around, <laughs> yeah. and so like he was just like, "Dude, everybody needs to get down on these pork chop sandwiches." And he <laughs> made like a round of pork chop sandwiches for everyone. And I was like, oh, "Dude!" Yeah. And the hilarious part about that is I cannot eat or make or even see one without seeing that Fensler Films GI Joe re. Dub. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? When the guys, it? there's these, it's, it's, it used to be at fenslerfilms.com, but now you have to look them up. It's like these dudes redubbed all the old G.I. Joe PSAs. Okay. <laughs> right? And so, uh, there's one where these kids are cooking and then they start a fire and then like <laughs> the fireman G.I. Joe guy comes running in yeah. and is like, gets them out and, but they like, you know they redub them and they edit them a little, like in terms of like the how fast, like you know they right. do a little video editing with them so they're not the same, just linear redubbed. Right. And it's like these kids like are cooking and one of them just starts going blah, 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 blah. like he's like fucking being dumb. He's like blah, 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 blah. and like the fire starts <laughs> and all of a sudden the dude runs in and he goes he goes oh pork chop sandwiches <laughs> oh no get the fuck out get the fuck out of here right now what the fuck is wrong with you kids <laughs> and it's like I saw it in, in college right as you know we first started having access to high speed internet and you could watch like videos and right. like actual like actual like video binging yeah. wasn't a thing before really like 2000 yeah. for most people so when we got down to college and we had high-speed internet, dude, I was like, what the fuck? I can just watch all the YouTube videos? Yeah. And they load? <laughs> Wait. They just start, like... They just start. In less than a minute? So you're telling yeah. me that this pornography will actually just... It will just play... It'll play it. all the way through with no pauses? I don't need <laughs> to start loading it now, then go make a sandwich make and sandwich. hope I have a boner? <laughs> like, the, Yeah. So, uh, dude, the... Uh, I'll try to put a link to the to the pork chop sandwiches clip because to me those those are some of the things from like the beginning of the internet like the oh, beginning yeah. I don't you know what I mean like uh like the end of the world flash animation right you know yeah. what I'm talking about mm-hmm. or like 55 things by project x or group x or whatever like there's all those like there's a lot of really cool things uh, that were out there that have now just been lost to the ether. Right. I mean, I'm sure if you knew exactly how to search them on the Internet Archive, you could find them, but they're not, like, just there. Yeah, now. it doesn't pop up right, like when you're typing something else. Right, because it's, yeah. it's so far removed from, like, the context. It's been right. so incorporated and stacked on top of and then reincorporated and re... So, that, like, now when you're, like, you type in, like, Numa Numa... You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you can't even get the Dragostadin Te song. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like Numa Numa Numa. 
Numa Numa, dude. You can't even finally, you can't even hardly find the video of the fat dude dancing at his desk, <laughs> which was like the thing that blew that yeah. song up for everyone. Even though there was a way better Flash animation of like kind of misheard lyric animations. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was in some crazy language. And so some dude made a Flash animation that was all just like the things that you thought you were hearing. Like, And that's another thing I miss while we're on that topic. <laughs> that's right. We're getting into it. Is like those old kind of like basically Flash show, like Flash slideshow animations. Right. Like yeah. there was a really good one for that uh, oh, uh, Afro Man song where he's just telling jokes. Yeah. You know the one I'm talking about? Uh-huh. And it, it would just have like all these still images, like of like a dude walked by the some ladies in the, or by the fish market in the morning and said, "Whoo, hello, ladies!" And it's just like a blind guy, like a photo, like just like drawn like from the New Yorker, blind guy with a cane, and someone's written, "Hello, ladies." Hello. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's so, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of fun because you could see how limited what people had to work with was. Yeah. But they were still being really fucking funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just so goddamn funny. Yeah. Oh, the internet. Good old internet. Good it's, old you're, internet. You're talking post-Napster. I am talking post-Napster. Like... Yeah, pre... Like pre-U-Torrent. Pre-Torrenting even as a thing. Torrenting well, you're even talking about before there was anything close to a smartphone. There was you know, no smartphone. No tablets, like a no, laptop. There, well, I mean, laptops were bulky as shit. Laptops were terrible. There was a tablet that existed, but it was very terrible. Yeah. And then there was the Palm Pilots, which was like the first thing That's that right. was starting to come out. Palm Pilot. That and you what's could, the other one is the. Uh, the one that's the, not popular the anymore. The people got pissed about Barack Obama using when he first took off Blackberry. Yeah, and now that's barely. A thing. And now no one uses Blackberry. <laughs> Those aren't even a thing. Yeah. Everyone's just like iPhone only. I saw a Blackberry at like Value Village. <laughs> They're still legit. <laughs> no, they still work. Right. I mean, it still does a thing. <laughs> it's still a you thing. Still that, check your email. Right. It does stuff. But yeah, dude, I mean, that's just like it seems like a lifetime ago. So we're drinking Jim Beam. Jim Beam. And ginger ale. Ginger ale. And the old Kentucky Mule. Yeah, the old Kentucky Mule. Just talking about. Don't high order speed just a Kentucky Mule. Yeah? You gotta order either the old Kentucky Mule or Yield. Um, what, what does that guarantee you? I don't. Is that just because we want to say that? Just because I want to be a dick. Oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I mean. I'm fine with that. Uh, oh, you know what? Fuck, I think I have a lime in my fridge, too. Oh, we, boy. We really... Or a half a lime? We're stepping it up We really, We really could have gone fancy yeah. on these Kentucky mules. Oh, well. Next time. <laughs> Next time. Oh, well. Oh, well, guys. Well, it's weird in here. It just, you know, it feels a little different. It's, well, it... There aren't as many cats. Not as many cats. There's not going to be anyone walking through the door. Well, we hope. Oh Unless yeah. Unless somebody hears this and they start knocking. That's true. <laughs> Although <laughs> the, the thing is, they get it the first try. <laughs> here, here, where the setup is here, if they came through the door, they would just be in it. Yeah. 
Uh, the old setup, you, the, you could hear him. We could order a pizza right now, and then the pizza guy would be in the podcast. Oh, that sounds like a fun idea. <laughs> hey, hey, Domino's. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, Dom, Domino's, you send, send us your funny dude. Send us the... <laughs> Whoever's just whoever's on shift right now and yeah. is the most entertaining. We want that guy and uh, extra parmesan yeah. packets. Extra parmesan packets and don't skip on the chili flakes. Oh god, right? I I love like the concept of how much chili flake they give you. Like right, because you, you only use half of it. Well, like, okay, I mean, yeah, I'll use a, a one pack on a pizza. On a whole pizza. Maybe two if it's, like, a big-ass pizza where I'm going nuts. Right. But they're always giving you, like, five or six. <laughs> yeah. As if as if someone in your house is like, oh, I can't possibly eat I need eat one this. packet per slice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, unless I'm bleeding out of my anus, this pizza is not enjoyable. <laughs> Which, who are you? And don't eat pizza with me. Oh, but I learned... I figured, dude, I heard about the coolest thing for pizza now. Okay. You ready about this? It's not. I'm ready a, about it. It's not a pizza stone. Apparently, those are for fucking simpletons. Okay. It's a pizza steel. Oh, uh, you're just going to slab of steel? It's like a 5 16th inch slab of steel that you put in your pizza, in your oven. You put it on 500 for an hour. And okay. then you put your pizza. You when you put your pie in, you, so pr- you the put house, it to broil. If the house isn't burnt down, what are you talking about? By keeping your five hundred. Yeah, that's you just turn your oven to high to the highest. Make sure there's no paper in it. What the fuck, dude? What paper, are you talking paper about? Paper ignites at like four hundred fifty-one degrees. Yeah. Right. So why would there be paper in your oven? Just sand. Be let's. If we're gonna use that kind of heat. Well, let's be safe about it. If we're going to use that kind of heat, let's just everybody it's be just, responsible. In case you're storing books in your oven. <laughs> you know? I'm saying if, you, if you're drunk and you're reading your magazine and you want to bake a pizza, make sure that you didn't stockpile in there. It's like the best concept, though. Because you got like the 500 degree deck. You're putting the. It's just like a real. Like it's a, like a actual pizza oven. Like yeah. the big ones that they shove. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that, yeah. which is so legit, and uh, gives you a way better pizza product. So he's the guy that I was talking to about this was saying that at home, like once you uh, have the thing heated, your pizza bakes in four minutes. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because you know you you just turn the oven on to broil as soon as you put the pizza in. It's fucking, dude, it's so sweet. Yeah. I, like, mm-hmm. must have one now. <laughs> I absolutely... I can get you a piece of steel. Can you? Just go to the pull apart and get a... Go to pull and get, save. Get, the, get, like, the hood of, a, <laughs> of an old Geo or something. <laughs> You're going to have to cook it three or four times to bake all the you paint wanna make You want to make a big pizza, right? <laughs> I do. I want to make the biggest pizza. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, you could probably take it camping too. Yeah, but you need the top heat for when you're cooking it. Like you, oh, you right. heat the steel up so that it's the deck, but then you need the ambient yeah, other heat. We, we can't do that. Oh, it fucks up my plan. Okay. <laughs> what if we just like bought the geo hood and then made a cover for it? Just like a steel box. Yeah. 
Make a 200-pound steel box to, <laughs> right. to take camping and throw on the fire to make pizza. <laughs> Basically. That is a little life hack that I have for people. Yeah? Is when you go camping... Right. Especially if you're going in a big group, take... Do yourself a favor, and when you're, like, buying your food at the grocery store that you're going to take with you... Right. Grab a couple of, like, the real cheap... The, the frozen pizzas? Super thin pizzas, like the the Totinos, you know, like the really crappy yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can just throw those on, like, the campfire grill. Oh, I don't know why. Late at night, and it cooks it, like... It works perfect. Super quick, yeah. yeah. Well, not super quick, but... I know what you mean. Those don't need to be cooked that long. Right. They're basically Especially if they're thawed a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. They've been sitting <laughs> in their fucking cooler for two days. Yeah. There. And you can burn them a little bit, and they'll still taste good. Probably cause, better. Because it's just... It's a Totino's pizza. <laughs> you know, that is the one thing about the frozen... Or, like, the proce- the really processed shit, is that it, like... It can survive basically anything you yeah, throw at it's it. It's very forgiving for... As right. A cook. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. you could leave that thing in the oven for 25 minutes <laughs> at 500 degrees. Yeah. And It'll be crispy. It will be crispy. <laughs> And then I would say eat it immediately out of the oven so that you burn your mouth. Oh, yeah. And then it'll taste fine. It'll just yeah. taste like hot. First bite. Yeah. You'll <laughs> First bite. You'll sear your tongue. You'll sear your tongue, and you'll you'll just surgically embed that scrap of cheese onto the roof of your mouth. Right. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be real good. Um, high sodium, though. Oh, it so is you real. Might, you might get bloated. It's real high sodium. You're definitely going to get bloated. But you can get through that by drinking a bunch of water mm-hmm. and uh, a couple jumping jacks. Yep. Little jumping jacks. Just one or two. You no, yeah, it. well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Just enough to move the water around. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Kentucky Mule was so good, I'm going to have another one. Are you? Oh, yeah. That's. I mean, I think that's a real solid choice. <laughs> That's a real solid choice. It's a real solid life choice. Yeah, I think, I think Casey, that you're finally starting to make some good strides forward. You're, you're really starting to move ahead as a young man. Uh, on Thanksgiving, my dad Go said, on. this might not be verbatim, but he said, Oh, our youngest son's growing up. Because I asked for addresses to send out Christmas cards. Oh. My dad was real excited about it. You're going to send out Christmas cards this year? Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be serious. What does that mean? <laughs> Are they going to be a joke photo? Well, I don't know if I have time to do a photo myself. What do you mean? How do you have time to do a photo yourself? Just get, like, Harry to take it, or someone else with your gosh darn cell phone, and then you can put it on Costco's website, and oh, they'll, yeah. they'll print it up however you want it. Cereal. I just printed up my headshots on the Costco website. And it was kind of funny to me because I had my friend Kristen Black do them for me. Yeah. And she puts a little watermark on her photos. Oh, yeah. Right? So she's like, well, let me make sure I send you a consent form, like, for production, just Mm -hmm. so that they know you're not ripping some shit up off the internet. Right. And I was like, cool, thanks. And so I had it all on my phone, queued up when I walked into Costco. And uh, no one said anything. They were just in the envelope, ready for me to pick up. And then I paid for them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, I kind of, it's, you know, it's kind of like when you write CID on your debit card. And they're like, I don't care. Yeah. 
It, you know, like, it, to be honest, as the apparently I don't think uh, I don't think anyone who is stealing credit cards most of the time, if they're smart, they're not going. They're not going to a store. Yeah, you're not going to the burrito shop because they know that places have cameras, right? And people have memories. Whoa, people have memories. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I knew, I knew someone who had their card stolen. Okay. And all the charges on it after the time that they last remember using it was like a few gas stations. Sure. And like they were all like basically they left the trail. Going back to their find home. Of how to find them. <laughs> <laughs> there was a delivery order at yeah, Domino's. There was yeah, they got wasted. So I went and filled up my car, and then I bought some beers. About bought as much gas as my Honda would hold. And then, it was the Honda that I stole would hold. <laughs> oh, Spokane. It's a fun little town. It is. We do have a lot of car theft, but it's just because people need a ride. Yeah, they're not trying to steal your car to hurt you. <laughs> they just got to get from point A to point B, and they've already been driving on suspended for a while. They got to go to the Winco. <laughs> right? They got to get to Winco. Speaking of that, there's a person out in front of here who uses a club on their car. Yeah. And at this point, like, I just have to wonder about those. Well, here's, here's the thing I'm go not on. a car thief. Okay. But for anyone that uses the club, mm-hmm. you're not really helping yourself. Because if somebody wants to steal your car and you have the club on it, right? Yes, we've all seen the ad where they're cutting through the the club with like a a saw and it doesn't work. But right, that's, the smallest tack saw can easily cut through a steering wheel, so you can get that off. Right, like that's it's not a big deal. It's, it's more like off. a it's more like a psychological yeah like peace of mind. Or they're like yeah, it's a peace of mind for you, and I think it also like it, the crooks would be like. <sighs> That's a hassle. I'm going next if they, went, if they went so far as to put a club on the steering wheel, probably got they probably took everything out of the of value out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably got low jack. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get low jack. On like, uh, I don't know, maybe on my car. <laughs> Just were you, to, what were you gonna get it implanted? Yeah, <laughs> I want to get chipped. That way, people will know where I'm at. All hours doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired of having to check in on Facebook. Right. I'd rather there just be a stream of where I'm at at all times. Oh, it's coming, man. Oh, you just <laughs> wait. It's on the way. It's already here. It's been here for you years. You think they don't know where you are? <laughs> no, they do. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I. I'm, don't. Think. I feel like it's shitty to be in the mindset where you're like, I'm not doing anything wrong. You can know where I'm at. Yeah. But that's where I'm at. I. Right. I mean, I feel like the uh, the expectations of privacy from the non-digital age right. are not necessarily 100 percent relevant anymore. Right. I mean, I feel like once you're in your own home, cool, leave me alone. I don't mind yeah. if you know that I'm at home. Yeah. But, like, once I'm in my home, that's cool. You, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't imagine that someone would want to see what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> and also, like... It's like my home. I've never been one of those people that has been, like, confused by the internet. 
into like like if you're on the internet everything you're doing is being recorded Right. Uh, at what point from the beginning of the internet yeah, was the that pe- not? The people that are like, no one told us it was going to be like Right, this. you're like, that's how the internet was from the they start. They do that with phones. Right. Like, the f- it, it, telephones, remember the answering machines where you would like... Yeah. It's basically what they're doing. They just do it. So I don't like... And then you're if the... If I had known that that kind of... The, and that on top of that, that though, you're just going to spew all this information into the internet? Yeah. Like, you're going to tell it what kind of soup you like? Right. You're going to tell it where you get your hair cut? You're going to give that website your email address and your phone number. You right. are going to give someone on the internet yeah. and any sometimes information. And social security number. Excuse me? Yeah. Why would I give anyone on the internet anything? <laughs> I Like, maybe a TurboTax. Because right. I'm not going to Asian Red Block. Right. But and like the government kind of runs that anyway, so right. So you they know, already know it. You feel like you're kind of secure. Really, what we should be complaining about is that they already know all this shit anyway. Why do they have to ask? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> What's up with all this horseshit? I thought yeah. you guys already had everything done. <laughs> you know, you know where I'm sitting right now, doing my taxes online. So just figure it out. Yeah, just <laughs> tell me the kind of kibble I want. <laughs> yeah. God, kind of kibble. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I, I'm so on board for the concept of human chow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, like... Like you don't have to think about nutrition. Right. You just put the pellets in the bowl, and you eat the bowl yeah. of pellets. Bodybuilders have been doing that for decades. Have they? Yeah, the, the shakes. Oh, right, yeah. the shakes. Yeah, I do that, too, a little... I find that's a good morning practice. A little, a little protein, a little protein shake. shake. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Put some, put some berries in there, and mm-hmm. protein. There you go. And I'm gonna start this new thing where I'm gonna put a half an avocado in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Get those lipids going. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like good, accessible energy for your body through fat. Like yeah. I want my body drawing off of fat energy and not carbohydrate energy. Yeah. That's how I want it done. I'm not saying that's right for everybody, but I'm saying I got a ton of fat energy in my body. Right. So if my body could learn to first reach for energy from fat. Yeah. It doesn't have to make the switch. Right. Yeah. So then that, you know, it's like uh, at first I was not on board with this uh, butter in your coffee or mate. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, man, like it is a game changer. <laughs> it is a game changer because usually drinking a cup of coffee on an empty stomach right. is an invitation to have an upset stomach or right. to feel very very jittery right and then you're super cool for like two hours and then you're like famished as fuck because you didn't eat right when you should have but you didn't eat because you were all gacked out on caffeine yeah so you just like uh you make your coffee and then you put just like a teaspoon of butter in it and uh, a little dash of cinnamon so it gives it a little delivery system yeah it gets yeah. the fat energy just it gives your body something to actually burn right. as opposed to just being high on the caffeine right it also says like well yeah you're super high on the caffeine but here is actually calorically a little bit of energy <laughs> just a bit yeah and then your body's like sweet it burns it and then your appetite suppressant when the caffeine kicks in 
and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's noon, and you're eating lunch. It's, like, super crazy. But you have to be careful. Yeah. You have to be careful, because you don't want to get... Well, you would never have to be careful for this, but I have to be careful. Like, you don't want to get what we call the hippie speedball. Which is... The hippie speedball is where, mm-hmm. like, you smoke a lot, you get super high, uh-huh. and then you drink, like, strong coffee or, or mate. Or tea or something. Yeah, no. like, with something super caffeinated. <laughs> so you're, like, super sedated from being high. You're, right. like, very, like, oh, yeah, bro. But then you're also, like, <laughs> like, from the caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, the worst of all possible feelings. It's like it basically your brain wants to relax, but your body's like yeah, yeah. It's basically that feeling when you're uh, like you're at a bar and you see a chick you like making out with another dude, and you st- you just feel like anxious and you like kind of want to vomit and poop, but you don't. <laughs> e- you don't do either. You're just like uh, uh, like you just feel really weird and uncomfortable. Right. And then you like leave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that could have been my life creeping into the podcast. Right, a little bit. Dude. <laughs> there was a night when that shit was going down. The first night that shit went down, mm-hmm. where I was like at the burrito counter, right? And they are literally at the or the beginning of the line. I'm at the furthest right at the at the bar, mm-hmm. at the burrito bar, right? The, the actual bar bar, like where you serve beer. Right. Furthest right seat there. And they're sitting... They're standing there just fucking face deep on each other. Like, literally where you start to order the burrito. Like, I could have touched them. Like, and I'm just, like, sitting there going, I gotta poop and vomit at the same time. I pooped my pants. I pooped my mouth and vomited through my pants. And then I just, like, I went to the bathroom, like, four different times that night to try to poop. Mm Mm-hmm couldn't because I didn't actually have to poo and then walked home and felt like vomiting the whole way home until I got home and then I was like I don't have to vomit <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me um you got any you got any social meds you want to talk about <clears throat> um yeah you know Facebook just be my friend yeah you got I mean is there anything else you would like to discuss I don't want to Cut you off prematurely if you had something else you wanted to bring up. Um, I mean, besides the Impulse Lounge on December 3rd. Mm, the only thing about that is that you can buy tickets from me at the baby or at the baby bar if I'm not there. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'll, you can just go to the like baby bar and Wednesday, buy tickets? Through Wednesday because I think right. I have to turn them in on, to them on Thursday or something. Sure. Uh, I got some other things. I'm doing the. Uh, yeah, comedy for a cause at the checkerboard on the nineteenth. Oh December. yeah. So what's that I about? I think it's for. Uh, I believe it's for a women's shelter. Trying to benefit them, get them some holiday meals or something. Nice. Yeah, it was a good cause. So you know, nice. Come out. I think I don't know. I'm sure they'll be charging, asking for donations or something at the door. Well, fucking donate, you know I mean? people. Come on. It's for the women's shelter. <laughs> Jesus hell. Christ. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah? Uh, check out my Twitter. At Casey underscore stream. Yeah, there you go. 
I'll be posting more observations. I have some things written down. Do you? Yeah. I find that it's a good... Use it... A good like, joke tester. Well, no, not even a good joke tester, but a good notebook. Right. You don't need to worry about everything you put out on Twitter being gold. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're out with your friends and you're riffing, you know, just being your natural funny self, right. and you have a really good thought... Yeah. But you don't have, like, your fucking notebook, your actual notebook right. with you. And you don't want to be that, you know, if you're going to be typing it into your phone anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you might as well put it on Twitter. Right. Because you're generating content. Yeah. And in the end, the unfortunate that's reality of life want. is that we are generating content. Yeah. That's just all they want. And that's fine. I am one of those people, too. I want content. Yeah. New content. Diverse right. content. Sick of the same old shit, dude. I fucking hardly don't even listen to, like, all the podcasts that I started listening to when I started listening to podcasts, I am mostly bored with all of them. And now don't listen to any of them. Even though they're by really amazing comics, talking to generally other very amazing comics, or other celebrities, it's just like, you know, I'm just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Love you, Chris Hardwick, but don't want to listen to the Nerdist anymore. <laughs> it's not a you thing; it's a me thing. I'm just a fickle consumer bitch. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's still fun every now and then. It's always fun to revisit the past, right? But you know, like, shit is just not the same anymore, and that's not a, it's yeah. not it's not a negative thing. Like, I don't want that to be yeah. like. I'm not trying to complain. I'm different than I was five years ago, which you would hope. If you if it's someone <clears throat> if it's someone creating that content that you respect yeah and you find interesting the hope is that they would evolve along like at the same rate that you right they would evolve as a performer as the same at the same rate you evolve as a consumer of that yeah and I would say that they did but our paths are different right. where they went with what they were doing was different than where I had personally hoped. Right. That they would go. But I, I, it's not like yeah. how selfish of it, you know, I'm not like, I'm not trying to be like selfish, like, they should have been catering to me. They are the biggest. <laughs> you know, not no. I wrote them six letters. Right. They went the way that they thought they should go, and yeah. it was, it's worked out great for them. They have the hugest fucking social media following. Yeah. They got the whole YouTube channel that goes nuts. He's on, like, At Midnight and The Talking Dead. You know, like, that yeah. dude has done very fucking well for himself. And clearly, my my input on the matter is basically moot. <laughs> not that, it, you know, it never had value. I'm not trying, you know what I mean? So, like, I've never tried to get it twisted in that way. Mm-hmm. I knew where I was at the whole time. <laughs> um, you got, uh, so you're going to be out there at the casino. Yeah, I'll be at the casino January 7th. At the casino out there at uh, the Northern Quest out there. Yeah, out there. I'll be out there at the Northern Quest out there. <laughs> Well, on January 7th, I'll be out there. Yeah, January 7th. So it's a week after it's New Year's, guys. It's also a Thursday. It's also a Thursday. And in fact, this is the best part about Spokane now, is that you got comedies on first Thursdays out at the Impulse Lounge. Yeah. And then you got arts and musics down at the first Friday. Yeah. So Perfect. basically, we're a first Saturday away from a first weekend of the month every year. Which would be a cool thing. So if we, yeah. comedy to be first Thursday, yeah. art and music to be first Friday. Well, it's every month. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not just every, not just once a year. Oh no 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 yeah that's what I meant. It's the first Friday of every month. Right. Yeah, but comedy is now the first Thursday of every month. So then, what do we need for Saturday? Hmm. We need like poetry and like maybe like a cuisine special, like get the restaurants downtown to be like Mm -hmm. first Saturday of the month. They do like a fucking. You know, that weekend they do like a... Or the weekend, the first weekend of the month, they do like a special. You know sure. I mean? It'd be a lot to deal with, but... First it'd, weekend. No, but I think they'd get business. I, You know they'd get <clears throat> business, because everyone has their menu. And sure, people run the specials, but maybe if that was when the special came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Or, you or know, like if, if you're a place a that... pop-up, ro- uh, like a pop-up restaurant uh, menu. A pop-up restaurant on the first Saturday. Yeah. Or a couple. I'm going to plug something right now. Please, plug. Uh, I hope I get it right, but... <laughs> I do, too. Batch Bake Shop. Batch Bake Shop. Where my friend, Micah Maloney, it's her, that's her business. It's, she's the proprietor. They've been doing, I think it's Second Sundays. Mm-hmm. Second Sunday dinner. Oh. Where it's like a coursed meal. Love it. Uh, I went to the first one in October. Okay. And it was six courses and the food was like, the food oh. was amazing. It was yeah. the guy that does, uh, it was the guy that does like the executive food for Gonzaga University. I don't know if that's what they call it. Right, but he's the guy that cooks it's for like the... visiting faculty. And right. Like, he uh, cooks the good shit. Dignitary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what that. you're talking about. That's so he, what you would call him. Yeah. So he did. He teamed up with uh, another guy who was like doing cocktails and like pairing wine. Oh, nice! And it was it was like fifty bucks or something. But yeah, okay. Fifty to, for fifty dollars, the drinks alone were worth that. Right. Well, and, if you're getting food and drinks yeah. for fifty dollars, then yeah. you need to be quiet. Right. I mean, it might be a little more than that now that they've figured out their costs. Okay, a great. More, so even if it's a hundred dollars, it's going to be like sixty, maybe sixty-five. Okay, like even 70. still, though, all I'm yeah. saying is like you know, it's not like you're. So that is the pop-up thing is happening. Was the point of that? Yeah, and that's awesome. And the thing you got to understand with the pop-up thing is they're not an established restaurant. With an yeah. established order protocol and getting the discount yeah. and all that. You know, these are people that are having to source things Yeah, more gorilla. You know, like, yeah. they might have to go to Rosa. They're feeding 30 people. Right. In general, like, generally. And then, uh, I don't know if they're doing a different shift. It's going to be the same team every time, but... Right. It'll be delicious every time. Fuck yeah, dude. Um... I don't have any shows other than that. Other than the casino? Yeah. But you can find me on all social medias at Shimshammy. S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. And uh, do not find me on World of Warcraft until (laughs) the new expansion releases, because I (laughs) won't be there. That's all I have to say about that. This is a bold, uh... No, I said it it before. This is the second week in a row. (laughs) I'm sick of this horse shit. I'm sick of it. Also, I didn't talk about the weed today because it was just a bunch of horse crap at the bottom of my jar. (laughs) Okay, it was just a bunch of horse crap. Like, all the weird odds and ends that I had just sitting around. But you drink... I mean, you smoke... 
You drink good enough weed. No, I understand that, but I could. There's like seven it's, different kinds of weed that I vaguely remember which ones are in there. You right. know, like it's all just a mishmash. So it was the captain's platter. Yeah, exactly. Basically. It was the captain's platter. Captain's, captain's catch. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, well, thanks for sticking with us, this guys. Is a nice place you got here, Josh. Ooh, it's real nice. I'm stoked for the noises that are going to happen in here. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> I, I don't think, think I this, want it. I think this place is really going to pull the push, Josh. I don't.